Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa story time. I always look for the arrival of the king when I hear that music. It's like, is, is he here? My liege! Riding a white horse. <laughs> welcome, welcome to story time for Friday, a glorious Friday. This story time takes me back to when I was a freshman in high school, which means I was about 15. Is that how old you are? I think so. I think 15. By the way, I was I was six six, the exact same height I am right now, uh, but I only weighed like 150 pounds. So I was I was kind of an awkward guy in my freshman year, and there was a guy that lived next to us. I, I mentioned my friends Tim Rose and Richard Rose, his brother. Now Tim was the one who really was an instigator of a lot of the, the things that we got in trouble for. But I we went along with him, so we were just as guilty. But there was another neighbor that lived there, and this neighbor's name was Mike Mercer, and Mike was an only child. His father was a, uh, a hard-drinking ex-Marine, a type of a, a tough guy that you didn't want to cross. And his mother was a really sweet, sweet lady. He was one of those weird combinations where a real sweetheart, and maybe he was just a gruff guy, but he always seemed to me, for all intents and purposes, to be a, a brutish, drunk guy, an angry guy. So we, we never crossed his dad, but because Mike was an only child, and they must have been fairly well off, he had gotten everything that he'd wanted since he was around. He would, and so... It, Spoiled. Spoiled. Very, very spoiled as yeah. an only child. And, and I don't I don't necessarily fault him for that, you know, because if you don't have kids, you don't necessarily learn all the, how to share. But here was the thing that, that really earned my dislike for Mike Mercer is that he would he would like to show you his shiny toys and, and then, like, look, this is what I got. What do you got? Yeah. He was very much holding his, his possessions over. He had a brand new uh, Trans Am. He was a senior, by the way. I was a freshman. And, and I immediately started to dislike the way he would treat other people. And like I said, mostly because he was spoiled and he wanted other people to, uh, to like him. That's, but here's one of the ways he kept getting into our lives is because, because he wanted people to like him. He, he had a new motorcycle. You want to ride my motorcycle? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to ride your motorcycle. <laughs> well, I might no. not like you as a person, but I'd, I want to get on your motorcycle. Like he, your motorcycle. So I've, I, I'll, I'll admit that I've, there was a little uh, duplicity on my part. I didn't like the guy, but I was willing to ride his motorcycle if he offered and stuff like that. But then I, I, it became to be too much. He was just uh, so much of a, a snob that I began a real active dislike of him. So me and Richard and Tim, with nothing better to do, decided let's plan a prank. What kind of a prank can we do to get Mike? And we had noticed before that on the, um, the power pole in front of their house, if 20 feet up, there was a big main switch that you could pull down that obviously shut off the power. Shut the power, shut the power yeah, off. Okay. And it went right to their house. And if you were able to get up to the, those little... Foot pegs sticking to the pole, you could climb up, and you needed a ladder or something to get that far. But once you yeah. were up there, you could you could act like you were lining for the county and be up there on the pole. Yeah, get electrocuted. So we're like, how can we? Yeah, we should we need to shut off his power. That's it. Yeah, we'll shut off his power. But no, that's not good enough. Let's let's craft something better than that. So we, we start to think. And I go, all right, let's call him up. We're going to pretend like it's a recorded message. They haven't paid their power. They're going to be shut up. So I <laughs> oh, so no. I call him up, and it's Mike. And I'm like, oh no! And I'm doing my best recorded. <laughs> This is PG&E. This is a recorded message. Uh, if, you, if you don't pay your power bill by 3 o'clock this afternoon, your power will be shut off. I repeat, this no, is a recorded message. No. If you don't pay your bill by 3 o'clock, and he's going, ah, <laughs> oh, this is not real. I, this ain't real. <laughs> and then I, this, this concludes this message. And I hung up. It's about 12 o'clock then. So for three anxious hours, we waited. But right at 3 o'clock, Tim, Tim climbs up there. <laughs> turns the power off. We laugh and laugh and laugh. And we go about our day like nothing happened, you know? We thought it was hilarious. Next Monday, I get home from school. My mom and dad are like, 
I, we need to talk to you. What? Oh, no. We, we need to know if you, you know something about this oh, because no. they think you might know something. About like, what? About what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the time to be very innocent, very surprised. What? He said, well, the Mercers, they think that someone turned off their power. I'm like, that, that sounds way out of line. I don't know who would do something like that. <laughs> and apparently, Mike called his mom and dad. Yeah. And his mother called the bank and said, listen, we paid that bill. And the bank said... Apparently, she wasn't satisfied, and the bank was giving her some lip. So then Mr. Mercer, the tough ex-Marine guy, yeah. goes down there and starts saying he's going to crack some heads. He said he's down there. He's going to start beating people's asses. That's when the cops get involved. So apparently, he came a whisker away from going downtown. Yeah. And they wanted to know if we were involved because they found out it was turned off right there, and Mike is convinced that it's us. I, I will admit, I looked my parents right in the eyes and just lied like a dog. No, we don't know. I'm sorry, Mom. I can't help you on that. But I know. Isn't that terrible of you? Yeah, it's brave. I yeah, that's, I, should, I should probably call my mom today and say, I'm sorry. <laughs> that time, like 40 no, years ago. No, <laughs> like, don't uh, ever admit it. No. So, but, you know, it, it was one of those examples of what we thought was a harmless prank. Just kept snowballing, and if that could have went really because he was he was gonna beat someone's ass. Yeah, I would have well, felt bad if I got someone at the bank beat up. I think that would have been even funny. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I'm a bad influence on you, Max. I think so. Yeah.